Welcome to the Kindness Warrior Podcast. I'm Carly Riggs, your host, and today we have some special guests with us. Miss Hannah and Miss Dawn are two developmental interventionists at Down Syndrome of Louisville. We chit-chat about so much stuff, but mainly early ed. They talk about first steps, they talk about early education classes, toddler classes, preschool, and we also get to learn more about them. So join us as we take a deep dive into some of the early education services that we offer at Down Syndrome of Louisville. We hope you enjoy Dawn and Hannah. You're listening to the Kindness Warrior Podcast, a Down Syndrome of Louisville production, serving locally, sharing globally. I have so many questions because whenever someone sees developmental interventionists <laughs> on our website or any of, of mm-hmm. the tags that they're like, what is that? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first, um, I want to just hear a little bit more about you. Um, so, so Dawn, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Tell us about your life outside of DSL. Okay. Um, I'm married with three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my youngest just got his driver's license yesterday. <gasps> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a little um, on edge. Oh, I keep busy with um, church and uh, taking care of them. And and what what part of Kentucky do you live? I live in uh, Fern Creek. Okay, so Louisville. very close to, w- mm-hmm. to where we are here. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Hannah? Tell me about yourself. Yeah, so I live in the Highlands in Louisville. Um, I went to UK. I was a preschool teacher for a few years um, in Lexington, and then I moved back from Louisville, where I'm originally from, or I'm actually from Oldham County, but, um, and I was able to get a job here, so it's a big transition from a preschool teacher in a whole classroom to one-on-one sessions with First Steps, but it's been awesome. Yay, and, and how long have each of you been here at DSL? I will almost be here three years this summer. And I've been years. about eight and a half. I came in 2011. Okay, so you've been here a little bit longer than me. Yeah, we came don't. in, I, I guess, Close around the same, to the time. same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about how you ended up at DSL. Dawn, do you have an early ed degree? I do. Or, okay. I have a um, birth to five certification. Um, it's a teacher certificate, and I have my master's in early childhood. Okay. And I had been doing home visits, um, kind of independent, and I was ready to go with an agency, and I was doing visits in Indiana. I wanted to be in Kentucky, and I just, out of the blue, called Down Center of Louisville, and they were like, oh, we were just getting ready to advertise a position. I was <laughs> like, oh, well, would you interview me? And they, <laughs> they said yes, and Oh, my here gosh. I am, so. That's amazing. What about you, Hannah? Yeah, so I um, was a preschool teacher before this for mm-hmm. a few years, and I had a whole classroom to run, um, but I also have the early childhood degree like Dawn, and so with that, it kind of covers special ed within the early childhood development, and um, we are able to be DIs within that degree. So when I moved back t- back to Louisville, I decided to try to make that transition from a classroom to being a DI, and luckily this position was available, and I met everyone, and they let me have that opportunity <laughs> and never looked back. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I know both of you are so beloved by our families. I know they're going to be so excited that you guys are on with us today. Um, so, okay, take me from because because everyone asks me and I want to be able to tell them what is a developmental interventionist. Who wants to take it? We get to play with babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's um, not it. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> no, we um, are able to work with families for a child's total development. We look at the whole child and their developmental milestones in cognitive, language, social, self-help skills, and motor skills. And we help families not kind of navigate what that looks like uh, for the age of their child. Okay. So are you with them? Um, I know that we do it through first steps, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But you're with them from until they're three, like from birth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, technically it's birth to three. We usually don't get kids until they're probably about two months just from all the paperwork and they're so young and everything. Sure. Um, so two months is the youngest as I've ever had them. And then in, when they turn three, they're able to go into the school system if parents want to. And um, they'll get services through the school system if they still need them. Okay. So what is the difference between a DI and a PT, a physical therapist or an occupational therapist? What's the difference? Well, they're more specialized in just that specific area. So your PTs are for motor Mm -hmm. and your OTs are usually like daily living skills and some sensory issues uh, where we encompass the whole child and, and have a an understanding especially as we were as it relates to down syndrome mm-hmm. uh, so you're more like down syndrome experts mm-hmm. yeah I mean, even though they, even though <laughs> yeah. they would be experts mm-hmm. but you guys are kind of the ones that are like very specialized with right down syndrome yes. right and that's honestly why I think we have a lot of families that want us on the plan because we do know so much about down syndrome specifically mm-hmm. so they if they have those questions and there's a lot that goes into it a lot mm-hmm. of characteristics I'm not saying that's for every child who has Down syndrome, but, you know, it's good to have the background and what to look for and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So if someone wanted to be a DI, what qualifications would they need? So um, it would just be a bachelor's degree is the minimum Mm -hmm. in early childhood. Okay. Mm -hmm. And are there other organizations other than... I mean, obviously, a development or in, developmental interventionist isn't isn't something that just we have. Like, is the is it a pretty small niche though? Like, uh, yes, yeah. I went to UK and mm-hmm. our program had about six girls in it. Okay, which you know within the education. So obviously, or, or I'm sorry, obviously elementary mm-hmm. education has a, a lot more okay. um, students in it. It's more broad. Sure. Um, but so technically with our degree we could teach up to kindergarten okay um, but that is the max for us so then if you wanted to go back to school and teach higher you know you would have to do early ed or if you wanted to just do special education then you you know there's different degrees and certifications okay. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. um cool so you said you've been here Dawn for about eight and a half years mm-hmm. um so what is there like a, a a story or a family that like just sticks in your mind like over the eight years I know um, there's so many there, there are very many yeah. um I have a lot of great families I've I've really been um happy with just working with the families I get to work with here at Down Cinema Louisville um I got to be a part of when we came to this new building you know mm-hmm. that was really cool I t- and a, one specific story I don't know I'm I've, I've got a lot of great kids. I don't know. I mean, an eight years worth, you know, right? that's a yeah. lot. I've, yeah. I've had a lot. Um, so like, I'm going to, I'm going to have you take me through a day here in a minute of what it actually looks like, but can you see in the families a difference from when you first join their, you know, cause I feel like you guys become part of their family, but when you start oh, yeah. first going there and then see their 
almost their minds at ease mm-hmm. the the more that you mm-hmm. oh yes oh yeah definitely, definitely. yeah <laughs> <laughs> even if we don't even if we come in when they're a little older I would say it takes maybe like a few months or a few weeks to get comfortable because you know mm-hmm. that's sure when we appreciate it obviously they're letting us into their home mm-hmm. and they're being vulnerable and you know letting us see their lives of and course. their family yeah. and everything so um it's definitely nerve-wracking, I'm sure, at first to bring to have people in your home, <laughs> yeah. you know, once a week or every other week or so. But um, you can definitely tell when it gets comfortable and mm-hmm. hopefully we maintain a good relationship. Sure, and, like, I, I can imagine that sometimes they're even still scared about the diagnosis. Sometimes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and, and so and so then that, that adds an element to it as well, like the relationship with the parent and not just the, right. the child. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, that's, that's a lot of it, yeah. And we're really just coaching the parents because we're only there an hour, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, every week or so. And so they're, a lot of it's coaching them so that they feel comfortable enough to carry it over into their lives, which yeah. is in their routine, and we're not there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I think, I'd never really thought of it yeah. that way. I do think it's good, too, that they know they're not alone. And, yeah. and if they choose to, there's this wonderful community here at Down Syndrome of Louisville that they can be a part of. Mm-hmm. And it just it's more of a team effort than then they're on their own and then and and then and then wouldn't know what to do where we can come in and support them yeah absolutely okay so take me through let's start with hannah take me through what your day normally looks like okay so um the great thing about this job it not the only one but is we make our own schedule Mm -hmm. so um it's obviously based on what parents want so if the parents prefer the morning or the you know the afternoon after nap we work around that um I wake up I text them that morning or the night before to confirm the session to make sure they remember um, and then we go to a house and haven't they're all our sessions Mm -hmm. um and we work with them and then we schedule for the next one and then I drive to the next house (laughs) (laughs) and then you know when it could be however many I could have two kids in one day or I could have six (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it kind of just depends on that the travel time and everything so Mm -hmm. and how far are you driving um so I personally cover our Lincoln Trail area which includes Bardstown Elizabethtown Radcliffe um what else? Brandenburg. Brandenburg. I mean, we we technically can cover about twelve counties. I think. Um, yeah. So we. I'll drive a while, but so obviously a lot of it's trying to schedule um, people who live by each other <laughs> together. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Don is a little closer to home. Yeah. I do Jefferson County and Bullock County right now. Okay. Um. So. If someone is ha- happens to be listening to this and they live in one of these 12 counties and they happen to have a child with Down syndrome, how do they get a DI? So if they're not in First Steps already, you can call First Steps and get a referral. Mm-hmm. And anyone can make a referral to First Steps. And okay. if they have Down syndrome, they would automatically qualify. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to do a lot of paperwork, but they will get... Um, people on their plan Mm -hmm. and then if they wanted a di and they um they can just ask for that if they already have first steps and they don't have one they can call their service coordinator and ask to add us to the plan okay so i asked you about what the day looks like dawn when you walk into their house (laughs) what happens 
Well, usually the meet and greet, and uh-huh. how are you? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, are you talking like with a new family the first time? Um, or? or just what's a session look like? Okay. Like today, if you had um, a session, what was it like? We kind of talk through how their week has gone. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we talk about what what we worked on kind of last week, if they've been able to work on it, had time to do do any of the strategies that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. And then they, they kind of show me what they're doing, and we'll talk about uh, new strategies if we need them. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of what what are their concerns for for today. You know what what they want to talk about. Um, I'll sometimes we'll show them things to do with their kiddo while we're gone and mm-hmm. kind of demonstrate that for them. So mm-hmm. we do get to play with the babies, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, just talk through um, making sure the parents understand how to follow up, how yeah. to follow through when we're not there. Perfect. What is the m- most asked thing? Do you have something that's, that everyone that people ask? They all want them to walk. Okay. Yeah. 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 They all want uh-huh. them to walk. So we have, with the, through First Steps, we have what we call an IFSP, which is an Individualized Family Service Plan. Mm-hmm. And when we sit with down with the parents, and, and at that meeting, we talk about what the parents want to see their child accomplish, mm-hmm. usually in a six-month period. So those outcomes is what they're called. Those outcomes are what we target when we go in for our sessions. So it's a little bit plan-driven, but it's also what a parent has concerns about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And walk. It's like a lot of it's walking. Um, or what's well, that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, you know. Yeah. There's walking, talking. Right, yeah. yeah. I would say I was going to say communication, mm-hmm. which, you mm-hmm. know, and all of our – I feel like I try to say this as much as I can, all of our kids – are going to get there and do yeah. those things. Yes. They're just going to be a little on delayed. their own schedule. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's just on their own Absolutely. schedule. Um, so with, I feel like I try to reassure families as mm-hmm. much as I can about that mm-hmm. um, because I get it. I mean, yeah. it is a concern, obviously, but um, yeah, that would definitely. Those and are then two those big little ones. victories are like so much oh, yeah. sweeter. Oh, there's yeah. so much, so, so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Have you been there? Any of the times when they started, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. both of them yeah. are nodding at me. Yeah, sometimes and sometimes yeah. they'll send us videos and oh uh, little text yeah. pictures and yeah. stuff of things they're doing. And it's so yeah. much fun. Yeah, it's great yeah. to see I'm, all the things they can accomplish. Yeah. yeah, I love getting videos and pictures yeah. from families because you can tell. You I mean, heard they, it here, ladies. And yeah, <laughs> send them on. Yeah, we want to know. Yeah, well, and a lot of times some kids kind of hold out when we're there, and oh. the parents are like, "I swear they're doing it," yeah. and I yeah. believe them. But then mm-hmm. they send videos, and it's it's exciting and you can tell the parents are excited to share so yeah that's so that's That's so great so this is kind of in the in the same line but is there any piece of advice um that you give a lot Hannah you just kind of shared one of yours is there yeah that's I do that as well our kiddos will get there and I always just feel like I tell families I don't worry about what their age month level is compared to other children just wherever they are we want to move forward right and their own level of independence that's our yeah that's our mission yeah Yeah. um that's that's wonderful okay so what about toys are there toy are there certain toys that they should be buying if our listener like let's say we've got a listener that doesn't live in this area and they are interested like what kind of toys do you always suggest for Um, for development it really depends on their age okay um but you know starting at almost 12 months I would say cause and effect toys are just going to be so good for them Mm -hmm. they help cognitively um you know hand coordination trying to get those different concepts that Mm -hmm. they are make manipulating it to go Mm -hmm. um 
and then mm-hmm. yeah any like fine motor skill I mean there's just so many toys out there that yeah. they, or they can just make them at home you know <laughs> a lot of stuff that you could buy we can definitely I mean I've used instead of a stool if the family doesn't have a stool we've literally used a pot that they had for mm-hmm, the child to sit mm-hmm. on or kneel against so sure yeah um there's a lot obviously everyone can go to Amazon and, and type in you know like specific, developmental, yeah, yeah. developmental for their age or yeah mm-hmm. for fine motor mm-hmm. skills specifically what things. if what if um let's say that we've got a prenatal diagnosis and 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 we've got a family member who is shopping for a, a niece or nephew or you know what kind of things should we buy for someone who is going to have a child with Down syndrome to like stock their nursery mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. all the right things what kind of stuff I like um I like the mirrors I like the mirrors that we give out here at Down Center of Louisville I like the um there's pictures pattern pictures that you can get for babies I like the black and white patterns and different color patterns um I like the rattles the maracas that have are soft on one end those are a kind of a go-to toy mm-hmm. um so I mean but Really, I agree with Hannah. You can use anything. Right. And just, um, I'll really, you know, I hate to tell families to go out and buy things. But if we're, but if we're <laughs> yeah, buying yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, if, um, if, if we're, yeah. If we're, you know, right. going to a baby shower and, yeah. you right. know. Yeah. Are there yeah. any things that, that you're like, stay away from that? Uh, to me, if, there, if the toy does one thing and one thing only, it's why I put any time or effort into buying that. Because it's not going to grow with the child and it's mm-hmm. not going to give them other opportunities to learn from that same toy. And it's just not worth it. We'd like them to do lots of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Get as many skills of one out of one activity yeah, yeah. or toy as we can. Absolutely. To mm-hmm. add on to that, um, if someone does know prenatally and they want to give something at a baby shower or whatever, there's a lot of books out. And I know, Carly, you've posted some mm-hmm. online, especially for older siblings or Yes, yeah. I can, I can share that in our notes for sure. Yeah. A roundup of, of books. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you guys read? Have you guys read any books about Down syndrome? Are there any that you like? Um, I'm, I'm speaking at this point, I'm speaking about books for parents. Are there any books for parents that you like? Oh yeah. There's, well, you know, Dawn, um, really helped me when I first came in and I basically shadowed her the entire time. (laughs) So that helped. But also I had a whole stack of textbooks that we have in our library here at Down Syndrome of Louisville. Mm -hmm. You can also find them online. Um, but there's a lot of textbooks out there that, are specific for people with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. So it really helps guide those parents mm-hmm. and their steps. So there's one for gross motor skills, fine motor skills, um, communication, mm-hmm. behavior support, and then it goes up till puberty and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's some really good ones out there. I don't recall the titles specifically right now. but the one we I can give out for I babies is the babies with Down syndrome. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's the really main one too. for sure, yes. Um, and I always recommend the um, the National Down, Down syndrome, syndrome Society okay. website. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a lot of good information. So for our – maybe we have a listener that doesn't know anything about Down syndrome. Maybe they're here to actually learn more about people, individuals with Down syndrome. So can you walk us through some of the things – I know you mentioned like – fine motor and all of that kind of stuff but can we talk about um down syndrome and some of the things that you will see in an in a in a baby you know up to a three-year-old mm-hmm. sure. um that you're working on uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, typically what we see with our little ones is a low muscle tone is mm-hmm. is the main concern when they're really little and it kind of tends to me i feel like it kind of drives uh what's happening with their development um so depending on on their muscle tone and the things that they can accomplish when they're younger. 
um, but we do see some visual concerns sometimes, some hearing concerns sometimes. Um, it's very common for our kids to, to need um, help with their thyroid control and mm-hmm. get some thyroid medication. Um, it just, you know, it varies with everyone. Of course, so yeah. So it's going to vary with our kids too, but um, those are just some really common things that sure, we see. Sure, sure, absolutely. So, yeah. And low muscle tone can even, I mean, it even uh, applies to their mouth, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So okay. they might need help with eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, communication yes. as well. Right. And those that is one big thing I would say is the low muscle tone affects their oral muscles as well, mm-hmm. which can affect feeding and communication articulation later on. Mm-hmm. So we try to start that as soon as possible. So when, if they're having trouble with, with eating, is that something that you guys can help with or do we get like a, is that a speech therapist that would do it or is there a feeding well, therapy therapy? Um, so they're laughing well it's just because (laughs) we we do okay do help parents as much as we can Mm -hmm. with it um first steps has some um boundaries that we have to follow so we can't add a speech therapist on the plan just for feeding concerns because that's technically a medical concern so if they wanted if they were gagging and choking and having major feeding issues they Mm -hmm. could go to outside speech therapy and actually go to um, another building they can't do it in a, in the house but we can help don and i help sure um, like use a sippy cup si- and right yeah, yeah, yeah. actually yeah and we really try to push straw cups <laughs> yeah. rather than sippy okay. cups that's one yep. thing i really uh, try cups, to stand people. for listen yeah. straw, straw cups, cups. Which, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not as easy as it mm-hmm. sometimes it's really hard to make that transition yeah. and sippy cups are easier but straw cups force them to suck harder mm-hmm. and help strengthen those oral muscles. Mm-hmm. So that's one huge thing I pushed for with kiddos. Mm-hmm. Um, but we definitely try to incorporate oral strengthening mm-hmm. things, trying to stimulate the mouth. Um, There's ways that, you, ways that you can play with the babies mm-hmm. that will, you know, especially when they're really little, putting soft textures around their lips mm-hmm. and their mouths and just cheeks and just being so that they're comfortable with a variety of textures. And, mm-hmm. and that gives them a good start. Tell me a good story, something good that happened this week or last week. Oh, uh, well, I've seen a kiddo that we've been working really hard on trying to get to um, combat crawl for a really long time. They mm-hmm. were not were just not quite there yet, and um, he finally is there. He's Yay. moving all, all around the house and following mom and dad everywhere, so I think his confidence level just kind of got better. His core got a little stronger, so yeah. it's really fun to see, and the parents Yay. are excited, so... So did you yeah. actually see it when you were there? Yes, or did they send I saw it? <laughs> him. Yes, yeah. Um, I saw it a little when he when I was there. But, you know, sometimes they kind of possum on mm, us. Yeah. <laughs> like, they really just don't want to yeah. do anything yeah. that um, we know they can. But <laughs> So, yeah, that's – I mean, and that's my one of my favorite parts of the job is just seeing those tiny things we're working on constantly every time. And then yes. they finally get it. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm – like immediately like, okay this is the next thing we yeah. should work on <laughs> right let's right. challenge no. him which yeah. I feel bad about sometimes but <laughs> gotta I move get, on I get that too I had one mama say but can't we just celebrate that they learned this? I know <laughs> I'm like yes we can but next week we're starting on something <laughs> yeah new. right that's how it works yeah, yeah that's yeah. great that's that's what you're there for yeah. um so Don you have been here eight and a half years so that means that you a lot of our members are now yes. you're starting to really see them grow up. Yes, which is really neat. I, yeah. I love it. I get to see, you know, kids when they come for school age programs, and I help sometimes at some school meetings, and it's great to see them, and I enjoy getting to see the families again. I feel really con- 
connected with yeah you know kids I had when they were little but yeah I know a lot of our mamas like when they turn three they mourn the loss of you guys oh, we, no. we do you know it's hard. Hard. Yeah. they really do yeah they really it's do. hard You're, for me mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. A huge yeah. part of their family yeah. so very quickly we also have programs on the weekends mm-hmm. yes. for fa- for anyone even if they're not in the Kentucky First Steps program mm-hmm. so this is really important for our Indiana families or maybe someone who is one county outside of the 12 counties or maybe mm-hmm. they get first steps from someone else so tell us a little bit about um, the Saturday programming yeah so um, it's two Saturdays a month mm-hmm. from 10 to 12 is our early education class and that is from 18 months to preschool um, and that way it's on Saturdays so some families who the kids are already in preschool mm-hmm. or they work obviously um, can come on Saturdays and they have more time to do it um, 10 to 12 and then we so we have free choice time then we try to do a craft and we have circle time we have a snack and then they can go into our gross motor room sensory room area which is the favorite <laughs> and it's Very awesome cool. just play yeah um, it's a lot of climbing and sliding and swinging and working those those muscles um, and then we have an ending circle time so we try to incorporate all language and we try to get to know those kids so we can work on those specific skills um, so that's the second and fourth Saturday of the month and then on the fourth Saturday of the month it's usually dawn mm-hmm. um, we have an infant class mm-hmm. Ooh, tell yes. us about that that goes from 1230 to 2 mm-hmm. and that is uh, a good time for parents to kind of get to know each other I mean, the babies are mostly laying on the floor and looking cute. Yeah. But I do bring information. I bring handouts if there's information they need, especially if we do have families that are outside of our area Mm -hmm. that may not be getting the information at home. So um, and we try to talk through what concerns they might have. Um, but it's a really nice time to let other families, you know, let people meet each other and uh, right more each like other. yeah, getting mm-hmm. to know each other and talking yeah. about their kiddos and mm-hmm. becoming mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those the families <coughs> who met at early ed class are still friends. Yes, yes. it is yeah. wild. It yeah. is wild. Or if they um, can only come on those Saturdays, then they see each other on those Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's fun to see for me because the parents stay every mm-hmm. class. So. A lot of it's for them, and then I'll go play with the kid, <laughs> you know. But yeah, if they're I having the that, same yeah. concerns, especially mm-hmm. about school coming up, um, you know, that's mm-hmm. a huge concern for parents all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge jump and transition. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. I think they make a, they make a connection, and I and I, since I have been here longer, I have been able to see like the the groups of who, who children who are seven and eight years old that I know they're still friends mm-hmm. but they're they're making connections with kids who are like three and four and their parents are talking to the seven and eight right. year olds oh, and yeah. saying what did you p- experience how did right. that go for you and so we're making those connections and I just love seeing how it continues absolutely. on absolutely as I get absolutely. older yeah, that's well awesome. and, and many times when someone does get a diagnosis prenatally or you know at birth usually they want to talk to a mom mm-hmm or a dad Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's who they want to talk to first find me someone that's gone through this Mm -hmm. because that's who I want to talk to and then usually after a while that mom or dad will be like and eventually you need to you'll call DSL and then when they're ready they do Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and then that's when they that's when they meet you guys yeah um so yeah that's that's really awesome we also have sorry we also have the Thursday class oh yes so yeah and that's a good opportunity um that's I'm there every Thursday and it you know depends on who can come sometimes we have one kid sometimes there's seven so (laughs) um but that one is 18 months to three 
um, and it's the same schedule, 10 to 12. And, and that's every single Thursday? Every single Thursday, yep. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, so for that one, is that kiddos that – do you have anyone that's also in regular preschool? Or is this this – you know, like, do they go to right. preschool and then on um, Thursdays they just come here or? No, no, because it's only two hours. So parents right. aren't probably not going to take them out of school. To right, do right, it. right. Um, but if they're. So it's kind of like almost like pre-preschool? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So we say till three. Called? Because What's that called? No. Pre-preschool? That's not yeah. a word. <laughs> <laughs> kind of referred to that one as to- toddler, toddler class. To- more toddler class. Toddler. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all toddlers for sure. <laughs> But it's really interesting because you'll have some kids that are trying to walk still or there's other kids that are walking and Mm -hmm. running around and um, there's a huge variety of kids even though it's just 18 to three months, 18 months to three Mm -hmm. years old. So great. Um. Okay, I have one more question. Okay. What, in your opinion, what do you think a kindness warrior is? I feel like part of, for me, is to be an advocate mm-hmm, and to yeah. be a, and support, support families where they need it mm-hmm. and just, um, you know, make sure that people outside of our community understand how to be respectful and, um, and treat people who have Down syndrome the way everyone else wants to be treated. Yeah. You know, so. I love yeah. it. Perfect. Yeah, I like that. Um, but I think I jumped in but yeah I think it's a lot of it is standing up for the this community and um, these amazing people that we know can do so much and mm-hmm. just yeah. trying to Absolutely. make it a more people aware of that and you know what they're capable of mm-hmm. so absolutely and not just our community but anyone with yeah special needs I or, definitely you know. I feel like since I've I'm a very non-confrontational person and and since I've gotten this job I have definitely learned to speak up when there's injustice in yeah. any way and mm-hmm. like I would have never you know every once in a while I'll say something or I'll stand up for one of our members and someone not being treated properly mm-hmm. or or someone being condescending to one of our members right. and like I'll say something and then I'll be like I can't believe I just did that <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like, and but I always feel good, but but it's like I can't believe that I just did that. Right, that's um, the warrior part. That's the warrior part. Exactly. Shows your passion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, uh, (laughs) A story just came to my mind. I'm gonna tell it. Uh, So I got one of our members. um, (laughs) They're going. They're traveling soon, Hmm. and there was some kind of snafu with their passport, so they needed to get her an ID, and she cried and cried and cried and cried and I'm so scared to drive I don't want to drive I don't want to get an ID I don't want to drive and her mom said you don't have to drive it's just it's just an ID you you know calm down it's going to be okay no, usually people with down syndrome don't have to get an ID and she's like I'm so scared I don't want to have to drive and just went on and on just blubbering about it she finally said now think about it think of your friends with down syndrome Think of who has a driver's license. No, nobody drives. Who who do you know with Down syndrome that drives? And she said, Carly. 
That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. So if that, I mean, if that doesn't that's mean right. that we're a member of the family, you're I don't in. know what that is. You're in. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's neat. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Um, I Now I know what a developmental interventionist yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. And, um, and uh, thank you for being kindness warriors. And uh, we all love you. And thank, thank you again you. for being here. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. This has been the Kindness Warrior Podcast, a Down Syndrome of Louisville production. To learn more about Down Syndrome of Louisville, visit our website, downsyndromeoflouisville.org. If you have questions for us, email kindnesswarriorpod at dsoflou.org. It's also in the show notes. Music was written and produced by Alex Stotts and Owen Eiler. This episode was produced and edited by Ethan Holstein and me, Martin Lindsay. Your host was Carly Riggs. Thanks for listening to the Kindness Warrior Podcast here at Down Syndrome of Louisville. We are serving locally and sharing globally.